0: This is the FCB Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Growing Patriot Podcast, American History for Kids. We are still talking about what the Constitution does, how it works, what it all means, but this week we're going to do something a little bit different. In this episode, we are going to learn 10 things that you should know about the Constitution. Ready? Probably the most important thing to know about the Constitution is that it doesn't tell you what you can do. It tells the government what they can and cannot do. The whole thing was created to protect the people from the government. After having that nasty King George telling them what to do, our Founding Fathers were not going to have that same problem again. And speaking of mean kings, the number two fact that you should know is that the Constitution was inspired by something called the Magna Carta. That was a document created in 1215, more than 500 years before the Constitution. And it was the first time that someone wrote down in an official legal document that a king had to follow the laws, not just the people that they ruled. Number three, two founding fathers and future presidents that I bet you've heard of were not at the Constitutional Convention and they did not sign the Constitution. Those were John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. John Adams was away in Great Britain where he was the ambassador, and Thomas Jefferson was ambassador to France, so they were both away working. Number four. The way that we treat the Constitution is very different than how we used to. In 1921, the Librarian of Congress named Herbert Putnam had to move the Declaration of Independence. He drove to the State Department, signed a receipt saying he picked it up. He picked up the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution on a pile of mail sacks, on a cushion in his Model T Ford, drove back to the Library of Congress, and put them in a safe inside of his office. About 80 years later, in 2003, is the last time the Constitution was moved. They had taken it out of the Library of Congress when they were doing some work to the building, and it was time to bring it back. That time it had to be transported by a whole convoy, a whole group of guarded trucks. Things were pretty different. Number five. Only six people signed both the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. Those were George Reed, Roger Sherman, Benjamin Franklin, Robert Morris, George Clymer, and James Wilson. Number six. The U.S. Constitution has only 4,543 words. That makes it the oldest and the shortest written constitution of any major government in the whole world. Number 7. The Constitution was penned or written down by a man named Jacob Chalice. He was a member of the Pennsylvania General Assembly. He was their clerk, so it makes sense that he would have this job. And to do that, he was paid $30 a day. That's like $726 in today's money. Number eight, the oldest person to sign the constitution was Benjamin Franklin, who was 81 years old. And the youngest was Jonathan Dayton of New Jersey, who was only 26. And because Benjamin Franklin was getting pretty old and his health wasn't so good, he needed help to sign the constitution. And as he did, he cried because it meant so much to him. Number nine. James Madison is known as the father of the Constitution. In May of 1787, all 55 delegates to the Constitutional Convention headed to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but traveling in the 18th century was really difficult. A trip that might take some of us just a few hours would have taken them days, and some, it might have taken them weeks. Delegates from New Hampshire were really unlucky and didn't get into the convention until the middle of July, two months after it had already been in session. But James Madison only had to come from Virginia, so he got there really early, and while he waited for everyone else, he wrote out a blueprint, an idea for the Constitution that would become known as the Virginia Plan. So he definitely earned his title as father of the Constitution. Finally, number 10. The Constitution took four months and a lot of really hard work to create, but that was just the beginning. Once it was written, at least 9 out of the 13 states had to agree on it for it to be ratified, which means that it would be valid and start being the law of the land. So when it was sent to the colonies, it went with a letter, known as the Letter Transmitting the Constitution, and it was written by George Washington. That letter explained why the Articles of Confederation just weren't working anymore, why a Constitution was the best thing to replace it, and why this Constitution gave America the best chance for success and here's what that letter says. Sir, we have now the honor to submit to the consideration of the United States in Congress assembled that constitution which has appeared to us the most advisable. The friends of our country have long seen and desired that the power of making war, peace, and treaties, that of levying money and regulating commerce, and the correspondent, executive, and judicial authorities should be fully and effectually vested in the general government of the Union but the impropriety of delegating such extensive trust to one body of men is evident, hence results the necessity of a different organization. It is obviously impractical for the federal government of these states to secure all rights of independent sovereignty to each, and yet provide for the interests and safety of all individuals entering into society must give up a share of liberty to preserve the rest. The magnitude of the sacrifice must depend as well on situation and circumstance as on the object to be obtained. It is at all times difficult to draw with precision the line between those rights which must be surrendered and those which may be reserved. And on the present occasion, this difficulty was increased by a difference among the several states as to their situation, extent, habits, and particular interests. In all our deliberations on this subject, we kept steadily in our view that which appears to us the greatest interest of every true American, the consolidation of our union, which is involved in our prosperity, felicity, safety, perhaps our national existence. This important consideration, seriously and deeply impressed on our minds, led each state in the convention to be less rigid on points of inferior magnitude than might have otherwise been expected. And thus the Constitution, which we now present, is the result of a spirit of amity, and of that mutual deference and concession, which the peculiarity of our political situation rendered indispensable. That it will meet the full and entire approbation of every state is not perhaps to be expected, but each will doubtless consider that had her interests been alone consulted, the consequences might have been particularly disagreeable or injurious to others, that it is liable to as few expectations as could reasonably have been expected, we hope and believe that it may promote the lasting welfare of that country so dear to us all and secure her freedom and happiness is our most ardent wish. With great respect, we have the honor to be, sir, Your Excellency's most obedient and humble servants, George Washington President, by unanimous order of the convention. There are a lot of big words in there, but it's a lot of themes that you've heard before. He talks about how they all had to work together and find out what was best for everyone, not just one individual state or one individual person. And as our country has gotten even bigger and even more diverse, that's even more important. And that's why next week we are going to be talking about something that can be awfully confusing, but it was a brilliant thing by our founding fathers the Electoral College, which is how we elect one president to oversee this whole big country. When it came time to ratify, one of the biggest problems that people had that made them maybe not want to sign up first was that we didn't have a list of rights, a bill of rights. We would absolutely get to that, but that is a story for another day. Thanks so much for listening to this quick 10 things you need to know about the Constitution. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Growing Patriots. And you can find the podcast and our books at GrowingPatriots.com. Talk to you next time. They greet us all from tyranny, for liberty, and they fought so we would be America. Landed. This has been a presentation of the FCB Podcast Network, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbpodcasts.com.